I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. everybody, it's me, Aurelia, and welcome to the Coco Express Show Network. I am going to be your host for today, and we have a really interesting show we have scheduled for today. We're going to talk about and learn about coffee. Yes, coffee. I think that um, everyone in the United States is kind of, well, I not everyone, but the majority of people in the United States, I believe, are coffee crazy. I have to tell you, you know, since we've been in this pandemic mode and we're finally coming out of it, while I had the opportunity to go out on my grocery store runs, the place that was packed the most was Starbucks. There was always a line coming out of the Starbucks drive through So I believe that we have a fascination and an obsession with coffee. And you know, I want to throw all this information out there to you because we have an amazing guest joining us today, and he's done something that I find completely fascinating and unbelievable. And so let me begin by giving you some facts about our guest. Um, he is the CEO of Cola Coast Entertainment. It's a, he's a recording artist and producer. Ronaldo Moria is um, also known as Pepper Boy Trill McCoy. He decided to venture into um, the coffee business, but he didn't just decide to venture into the coffee business by, you know, opening up a, a Starbucks or something of that nature. No, he honestly decided that he was going to take his passion for coffee and go straight to the source. He took a trip to Bogota, Colombia, and he ventured through the coffee bean fields, and he really got to understand it. So he's going to give us an education on coffee. I'm going to throw these facts out for you so you can have this rolling around your head as we have this conversation and dialogue with him. Did you know that the top coffee consumers in the world are Finland, Norway, Iceland, Denmark, Netherlands, Sweden, Switzerland, Belgium, Luxembourg, and Canada? And did you know that all the way down at the bottom at number 25 is the United States and not far behind is the UK? I found that really interesting and hard to believe. And then what I didn't know is Colombia is the third top coffee producer in the world and that more than 125 million people depend on coffee for their livelihood. And there are top brands. And you would be surprised to find out who the top five brands in Europe are. 
It's Costa, Starbucks, McCafe, would you believe that? Cafe Nero and Greg's. And the top five brands in the United States are Starbucks, which we discussed, Dunkin' Donuts, Tim Horton, Barnes & Nobles, and Caribou. But what they don't know, what's coming up right on their heels fastly is Sienna Cafe Enterprise, which is the name of the coffee company that our friend and guest is going to be discussing with us. So please allow me the opportunity to bring to him, bring to you. Hello. Whoa, whoa, ahoy. Hey, ahoy. <laughs> How are you today? Hey, I'm doing good, feeling fine. Yep. How are you? I'm good. I, I'm good. I'm glad we have, we're finally having this conversation because I know I put it off for a minute. But I have to tell you, when you throw out all these coffee facts and stuff, you've got to get a bigger and broader picture of the venture that you just kind of walked into. So give us a little bit of information background to our guests who aren't familiar with you, and then we can talk about your Latin American adventure. Okay, cool. Yeah, so first I want to thank you for such a nice introduction. Um, uh, you definitely did your research, you know, on the product, the commodity, you know, the natural resource, the God-given resource, coffee. Um, so when we're talking about coffee, we're talking about a thread of life, you know, that's um, present in certain regions of the world, yet it's such a high commodity, high-demanded commodity all over the world. And it's actually the second highest demanded commodity in the world, um, only second to crude oil. So the decisions that are being made on a level of life over the bean um, and uh, the dollars that we spend on the product is is immense. It's astronomical. Um, so it took me some time to come to that realization, you know, through life's experiences, um, you know, traveling the world, you know, actually through music, um, it brought me to, you know, make that discovery. But, um, you know, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to come on your show and, and just chop some game about Sienna Cafe, the best coffee you can buy. Yes. So, I, it's the best coffee you could buy. And I want to also share some more information in regards to that fact because coffee is said to have medicinal purposes to it too. It can improve the energy levels and make you smarter. We all need to be smarter. It can help you burn fat. It can drastically improve your physical performance. It contains essential nutrients. Um, it can lower your um, risk of type 2 diabetes. It can protect you from Alzheimer's disease and dementia, and it may lower your risk of Parkinson's disease. So when you say it's a God-given natural commodity, it's a um, coffee is a bean, but it's something that grows from the ground and the earth. Can you give us some um, understanding of what's the importance of the, 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 the earth, the ground, and the bean? What are the difference? What do you look for? How do you, what do you know? How? Explain. We're, I'm dumb. I want to learn. <laughs> okay, so so 
coffee pretty much as a bean, as a plant, has many different characteristics that determine its uh, quality, its flavor, its ability to thrive, its ability to um, manifest in a cup, manifest in any type of product. Um, it's based on those those characteristics, not only of um, the species of it, um, the the region that it was grown in, the climate, all of the geographical points, as well as the processing of the bean determine the outcome. So seeing a cafe um, as, a, as a plant, as a bean, um, is 1,700 meters above, atmospheric meters above sea level in the Andes Mountains. Um, it's Arabica coffee. Um, there are three different species of coffee, Arabica, um, Robusta, and Liberica. Booster and the Liberica um, are what we call a product of heat. You know, it's used in commodity coffees like some of the brands that you mentioned earlier that people pay top dollar for. Um, it's in such high demand, they just cutting it up, chopping it up, flipping it, and, and marketing it to you as a quality product. But the fact of the matter, it is not a quality product due to the those characteristics and the way it was processed. So when you look at Sienna Cafe, 100% all natural, no additives, no preservatives, no chemicals. Every single bean is classic collection, which, which is select. Every single bean is selected by hand. And the whole process is natural, you know, no fertilizers. Mm-hmm. And the, the geographical points, um, along with the climate, you know, the 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 rain, you know, the, the earth, the characteristics of the earth. The earth in which the trees are planted, make it makes a big difference in a bean's flavor, you know. Like the soil feeds the plant. So whether you was growing cannabis, whether you was growing coffee, whether you was growing collard greens, you know, the the, the oil is going to give, the earth is going to give the the soil, um, the coffee beans, different nutrients, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is, Hello? I'm sorry, we had some um, technical issues, everything just shut down. We've been having some power issues here because we have made this phone, so I am back, and I apologize for that. Um, oh, no can you problem. hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you well. Okay, great, great. Um, so what I was saying to you is um, basically, uh, let's see what's going on here. There is, like you were, we were talking about atmosphere. Now, as far as atmosphere is concerned, how would, mm-hmm. let's just say, if you tried to um, uh, grow coffee uh, in New York City, what would those beans be like as opposed to the ones in the Andes Mountains? The plant would pretty much would not survive unless it was in like an isolated, controlled environment, like some type of uh, artificial environment. Hmm. Okay. 
Okay, but and then the taste would be subpar because of the fact that it's an artificial controlled environment. It wouldn't have the um, the access to the natural resources of the environment, correct? Right, right. Like coffee, it needs certain nutrients in the soil and certain um, minerals, um, you know, the atmosphere itself, you know, the, is the breathing environment for the plant. You know, what is the mm-hmm. precipitation? What is the altitude? You know, the altitude determines the pressure, you know. Um, mm-hmm. What is the, the flow of the water? All of these are God-given characteristics that determine the the quality and also the, the flavor and taste of the bean. Um, mm-hmm. So it's interesting um, to actually experience and, and get to learn about the process from a, a, a sapling to, uh, you know, what we call a, a, a trenta, which is a 30-inch a 30 tree, you know, and it's mm-hmm. it's actually, you know, growing, blossoming. Um, it's it's uh, producing fruit, cherries, you know, the coffee cherries. Um, mm-hmm. And from the cherries, the coffee bean is actually the seed of the cherry, you know. Mm-hmm. And the process mm-hmm. of breaking the pro- breaking the fruit down to the actual green bean that we roast to make cafe, you know, it's it's quite a journey, you know, from, from seed to cup. Okay. And that process is very, very it's very important. It's very it's it determines the whole outcome of, of the experience. Okay. That's interesting. Now you decided to take the trip down there and I am so curious to know how was that for you? Have have you ever been to uh Columbia, Bogota, Columbia before making this trip? Uh it was a blessing. Like for me, um, you know, like my music has taken me around the world different places and, and opened doors and, you know, created opportunities. Um, you know, at the time when I got into coffee, like I was traveling the world and experiencing different coffees, you know, from different regions within the coffee belt in the Caribbean, you know, the Jamaican blue mountain, you know, the Cuban coffee and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of this was going on and I'm, I'm noticing like this is a common thread of society, you know, it's a common thread of the world. So Mm -hmm. I actually was, um, was on tour in Colombia with um, another Cola Coast artist that um, that we produce in Colombia, and I basically um, met um, people in the region that you know are very very um, powerful and important. And you know I had been doing business with people for you know years prior to, so I was able to to be in a position to have a serious conversation. And it led to, you know, me traveling to Colombia. Um, the people of Colombia, they have always showed me the utmost hospitality. You know, when I go there, you know, um, I'm able to move, you know, on a turf level and, mm-hmm. and make some business moves, you know. Uh, 
basically that led to a, a conversation and us being able to close a deal allowing us to export the bean directly from the source uh, to the United States and abroad. So Bogota is the capital city of Colombia. Um, and, you know, there uh, on my journeys, I did visit Bogota, um, Medellin, and, you know, other regions further within what we call the coffee axis. The coffee mm-hmm. axis is a, is a small triangular uh, region um, in Colombia, further into the interior. It's, you know, it's a little bit more perilous, if you will, to navigate. And, you know, I was blessed to be there and to live with the people, um, to learn their, their craft, their trade, their way of life, you know, and speak their language with them, um, uh, there's an interview on La Paranda TV, which is like their um, MTV, if you will, for the for uh, Brazil. And uh, there's some articles also in the El Diario, which is the syndicated newspaper uh, in Colombia. But uh, the coffee process is fascinating, you know, to see the environment, which contributes to the flavor. Um, a lot of people ask about the flavor of coffee and how it is created. Um, another God-given attribute is the honeybee. So, hmm. if you look at if you look at the environment uh, in which coffee grows, it's the same reason that many other things grow. You know, like um, mango, like uh, cocoa, like uh, um, banana and so many other fruits and such. The mm-hmm. cross pollinization of the bees with the coffee trees, along with the soil, along with the sun, it all contributes to get those um, notes in the bean. You know, which is a the full spectrum. Um, Sienna Cafe is probably. From my experience and testimonials, it's, it's probably one of the strongest um, <laughs> coffees that I've experienced. And I've only began drinking coffee just studying it in recent years. Okay. Yeah. So what you're saying to me is that the crystallization from the bees can give you the, diff- the uh, a flavor, a different kind of flavor, your coffee so every coffee could have a different distinctive flavor depending on what kind of environment and what other things are in their neighborhood so to speak yes everything in the environment the soil the moisture the temperature um, the precipitation the elevation uh, and the other um, plant life in the environment also um, contributes to the flavor of the bean. You know, a lot of people don't know that green beans, they put nitrogen in the soil. So anything, oh. anything, that's, anything that I'm growing, I can put green beans in that environment to um, input nitrogen into the soil, which plants need to grow. All of the produce used in our process it's all natural. Mm-hmm. We don't waste any byproduct of the process um, of our 
of Siena Cafe. All of the process is all natural, and it replenishes itself in its own environment. Wow, and that's, that's what really contributes to, to, to the best coffee you can buy. Okay. You know, this is funny. When I was a kid, I um, I guess I was a couple of doors away from the Chocolate Nuts Coffee Factory. So I thought that that was the beginning and the end of where coffee comes from. So all of this is fascinating and eye-opening because, you know, you just don't know what it takes to get that cup of coffee to your table. Now, when you are trying to distribute this kind of coffee, what, how is that process like? What is that like for you, for, you know, trying to get chains of distribution and stuff of that nature? Well, you said some interesting things in, in your intro about, um, you know, the top coffee-consuming markets in the world. So when we look at the coffee business, we have to look at it on a global scale. It's a global commodity. It's the second highest demanded in the world. $100 billion a year and over $20 billion just in export alone. Um, we're in the exporting business from the source. So we're looking at doing business on a global scale. But as far as, like, the distribution process, uh, we handle everything in-house. Um, you know, everything is, is very, very highly secured because you, you're moving um, uh, natural resources uh, across continents. So the process is very, very, you know, by the book. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're coming from Colombia. We come from we coming from Colombia in the jungle, if you will. You know where everything grows. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a dangerous process, but at the same time, it's very serious process of distribution, and um, it's under high demand on a global scale. So the people in Finland and Sweden and France and Italy, of course, they buying the best coffee first. By the time you get coffee at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or McDonald's, you're getting what we call a commodity product that is basically just processed industrially for the 90% of the world. Um, coffee consumption. Mm-hmm. Sienna Cafe is a specialty coffee, which is a, a more rare bean that is produced at the highest ability and, and uh, highest quality for taste, flavor, strength. Um, it's being bought before you're getting it at Starbucks. So what mm. we're trying to do is bring you, we want to bring the best coffee you can buy directly to the consumer in the United States and abroad. Um, you know, so the, the distribution process for us is, is something that, you know, we have down pat. We've been doing this thing for years, and the people that we deal with in distribution on a global scale, you know, they're serious business people. You know, coffee beans are not something you can just put on a boat. Because um, coffee beans and coffee are, are like sponges; they take mm-hmm. upon the environment that they in which they dwell and rest. Mm-hmm. So you can't just you can't just put a bunch of a load of coffee on a boat with um, 
perfume and the chemicals coming from, mm-hmm. from China. You feel me? Like, it has to be secure. Um, you know, we only move our product by air or land. Um, and, you know, it's pretty, you know, it's tapered. I can say that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and we, we try to keep enough product to also do business and put people in business. So, um, the blessing is we have an unlimited supply of the product um, in Colombia. I mean, you know, I, you have to check out our documentary, uh, Serve the Nation. Serve the Nation is a documentary that we're shooting um, that we've worked on in, um, from Colombia, showing you the process of Siena from seed to cup, and it'll show you some of the visuals of the environment, um, you know, in the Andes, you know, what the plants look like, what the cherries look like, you know, um, we have all of that in our uh, marketing and, you know, our, our label. So we're trying to basically give you an authentic representation of Colombia through Siena and bring it directly to the consumer. This is, this is fascinating. And I, I'm, I'm glad that you took the time and the opportunity to to share this information with us because, like I said, when you're just walking to the store and you're buying a cup of coffee, whether you go to the neighborhood uh, gas station to get your coffee, and I'm talking to someone direct about that, or you go to Starbucks or McDonald's or any of those other places, you don't realize what it takes for that cup of coffee to get to you, but in your particular case, with a specialty coffee, there is even more um, process involved in, in making sure that that coffee maintains its, its authentic, authentic taste as well as its um, quality. So what I wanted to really ask you, um, as a, a, a man of color, what was it like for you in Colombia? I'm doing business because I'm always curious to know how you were recept- how you were received and, and how did the translations work for you? Um, because there are gonna there I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who want to go and do what you're doing, but they need to know. You know, you had to learn the language, and in learning the language, were they receptive to the fact that you weren't a native speaker? How did all of that work for you? Well, I mean, if you break down the demographics of someone like Colombia, um, it's the same plight all over the world. You know, you had indigenous people that lived in this region from the origins of time. You had, you know, Europeans come through, you know, and uh, as a result, you know, you have uh, a systematic world. But, you know, as a black man, you know, we're recognized all over the world, you know, and that's something that we have to remember as a people that we we are kings and queens. We're the we're the origins. We're the original. So we don't have to fear um, anywhere that we go. Um, but when you're dealing with people like in a region like Colombia, you know, that's been under political strife, you know, due to um, uh, global war and politics dealing with, you know, the coca leaf and, you know, the cartels and, you know, a society 
this third world as you break it down and, you know, the political and social issues going on, you got to walk light and you got to also be a serious person as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not just something you can just, you know, not know what's going on. So, you know, I'm blessed to have, you know, how I grew up. I learned the lingo, you know, from a chick, you know, from, you know, I was born in San Diego, California, you know, my, in my environment, I probably was exposed to as much Spanish as English, you know, from a baby. So at my age now, I speak the language well and the people respect that and they recognize that. When I go to Colombia, they call me Don Ronaldo. And that's as a sign of respect for the respect that I've shown them in doing my homework and studying it and, you know, doing good business, being a man of your word, um, you know, delivering a product or service. Um, And we had been doing this for quite some time before we had a conversation about coffee. So um, the experience was great. It's paradise in Colombia, you know. It's paradise, and, you know, the, the food is good. You know, the people are friendly. Um, the people are very hospitable. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of violence. There, you know, there's the same thing that's going on in America is, is going on all over the world. You know, it's just a different turf. You know, mm-hmm. it's like Galaxy Turf Wars, you know, it's just on different levels. So what you what you know or what you don't know can either help you or hurt you in the process. But, you know, you can't give up. You can't be fearful. You can't be discouraged in any of your endeavors. I'm the type of person you can just drop me off wherever and it's going to we're going to make it happen. Well, I have to tell you that this was a very eye-opening conversation in regards to understanding um, the the business behind the coffee business. And um, I am still, like I said, I am just in awe of the fact that you're doing this and what you what it's taken for you to do this and the fact that your journey is taking you across, you know, different globes and different lands. Now, if you had a word of advice that you want to give to people out there, because we're in a phase right now, we're in the process of our lives, each and every one of us, we're, we're in a transitional phase and we may be thinking about doing things or wanting to try things, but we don't know if it's doable or possible. And I think that you have shown that anything that you want to do and believe you can do, you can do. So what words of wisdom would you have for our listeners today? Um, Just put God first, you know, if you put God first, you know, you don't have to fear anything. And, you know, fuck what people say. You have to believe in yourself. You know, you can't be worried about what people think of you and what people say about you and what are, what are they going to say, what are they going to think. You know, if you have an idea, make a plan and stay focused, work hard, and execute your plan. You don't have to be in a hurry to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. do it the right way, take the right steps and measures to get to the goal, 
and just crush your goals on a daily basis, break it down. You know, like I think as young men, you know, we look at jumping from A to Z, but you can't skip any steps. You know, it's a lot of principles, a lot of knowledge you need to understand on your road to success is going to sustain you and then allow you to build rather than to destroy, you know, and you can continue to build, you know, it's important to network and especially we need to be working with our people. Um, We need to be um, patronizing those that patronize us. We need to be conscious about how we spend our dollars and the products that we consume, Um, you know, as it pertains to the health benefit of Sienna All of those health benefits are present because it was 100% natural, pure. Um, So knowing that, you know, make the better choice, you know, the things that we consume, whether it be music, whether it be, you know, food, whether it be entertainment, whatever, you know, be be more selective about how how you choose it. But Sienna Cafe... um, we just want to just set the example as far as having a, a real authentic representation of um, who we are as a people, you know, um, as a business, as a brand. You know, authenticity is very important in everything that we do. So we want to b- make sure that we um, present ourselves in that fashion when, it's, when it comes to everything that we do. Um, And that's what Sienna as a brand represents. Whatever you want to do, you can accomplish it if you take it serious and take yourself serious and believe in yourself, you know. That's all I could tell them. Like, I I try to get involved with um, youth, you know, that I have exchanges with on a daily basis. So, um, you know, we might even try to do some type of – fundraisers um, to different educational systems that, you know, they sell candy. Well, hey, we might do a Sienna fundraiser for the youth just to Mm -hmm. show them we can do anything we put our minds to, you know, and I'm going to put Sienna behind that. All right. Now, how can people who are interested in getting a sample of Sienna Cafe coffee, how would they be able to do that? And is it available for – consumption yet so initially when we when we made the deal in Colombia, um i had the idea that i was just gonna just slang it just bleed the block you know mm-hmm. and we have the ability to do that at any moment you know we could i could put it on amazon we could jump in whole foods we could put it in the local community grocery store But for me, it was very, very important to do my research on a ground level and understand the business as a culture and as a damn near like a science, you know. And Mm -hmm. I understood that it was more important to build our brand through the experience. So instead of just slanging it, I said, whoa, let's build a business and we're going to open our own cafes first. Um, as we open our own cafes, we're going to also provide um, opportunities for people to purchase Sienna on an exclusive level as we uh, transition into 
um, doing deals with other um, distribution outlets, supermarkets. Um, but the best coffee you can buy dot com. Um, log that into your devices. The best coffee you can buy dot com. Um, you can also email us at the best coffee you can buy at gmail dot com. Um, you can follow the movement uh, on all of our platforms: uh, IG, Sienna, Sienna Cafe, Enterprise, um, Sienna. The best coffee you can buy. Um, if you tap in a hashtag, the best coffee you can buy, that's going to bring you into the world of Sienna. And stay tuned for Serve the Nation, uh, the educational documentary on uh, the whole process of coffee bean from seed to cup. And you'll get to join on the adventure uh, with myself in Columbia, you know, doing our thing down on the turf, you know, throughout Bogota, um, Medellin, and other interior undisclosed locations. You feel me? But Yes. Um, but I, I thank you for the opportunity. Um, people can, you know, reach out to me. We are um, distributing coffee to people uh, who are like-minded business people as samples. Uh, we want to give you product. Uh, we are um, making sales uh, and developing our web um, sites to be able to sell it exclusively, offer subscriptions. So mm -hmm. if anybody hit me up personally, you know, they can tell you about the experience of Sienna. And uh, they're probably sitting on a couple of pounds. But we want to put people in business. You know, we want to put people in business. So we're trying to build our brand. But if you contact me directly, I will definitely um, do business with you and uh, get product directly to your doorstep ASAP. Great. Great. Thank you. I am so happy we had this opportunity to sit down and chat. Um, I hope that you, you know, keep us in the loop as to, you know, how things are, are um, expanding. So when you do have your, your, um, your cafes and they're open, we can at least alert our listeners and let them know where they can go and they can actually sit down and have a cup. So just, I hope you come back and, and share more information and details with us because this was just such an, uh, an educational, eye-opening um, opportunity for, for me and I'm sure my listeners all of our listeners are, are probably sitting there um, filled with a lot of information that they didn't have before. And, and that I have to thank you for. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. You know, I, I really, uh, I could talk about it all day, you know, just the mm -hmm. experiences, you know, it's, it's a vast uh, topic coffee, but I thank you for the opportunity. And like I said, uh, I would love to come back anytime, and uh, anything that I can do for you, just let me know. And to your listeners out there, if there's anything that we can do for you at Sienna Cafe Enterprise, just let us know, and let's do business together. You got it. Thank you. Be well, and God bless. God bless you, too. Okay. So, everyone, you heard it. This is an opportunity for you really to get an understanding of what it takes to um run a business to to create an enterprise to really 
um, understand that you just don't wake up and run out. You have to really put work. You have to put effort. You have to educate yourself. You have to understand the, the area that you're getting yourself involved with. And you have to believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself and follow your vision, um, it's just going to fall to the ground. And much like what we're discussing today, this particular type of coffee is probably something that would be that's beneficial to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. So his enterprise is going to help a lot of people. Your vision and your, your endeavor may be able to help a lot of people as well, and that's what we're here for. The object of the whole exercise of being on this planet is to help someone. And right here today we've had a prime example of what that looks like. And we have to say thank you a million times from the Copa Express show to um, Ronaldo. And um, we hope that you have learned as much as we have. And I've been inspired, and I hope you have been too. On that note, I'm going to tell you all goodbye. You take care of yourself. We'll be back again soon with more shows of this particular type of nature. And stay safe. Please stay safe. That is the thing that I, I want to really enforce. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves and be well. God bless. Goodbye.